0: Welcome into the Atlanta basketball party, your home for the best Hawks talk. It's local insight you can't get anywhere, but right here at Locked On. I'm your host, Tanitra Batiste, and alongside me are Jarvis Davis and Deshaun Tate. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your bet wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to Get started. The Atlanta basketball party is also part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, technically, the All Star break is the midpoint of the NBA season, but there are really only 27 games left for these Hawks. We'll talk about what it should look like for the Hawks down the stretch, and we'll also talk about the fact that middling, resulting, or words that have been used about who the Hawks are and are not. Well, the NBA has thoughts on exactly who the Hawks are. But first, let's talk about the Hawks and some commentary about their star and from their coach. Guys, our girl Jamila Johnson, who covers the Hawks and had the opportunity to attend All-Star Weekend, posted on Twitter or on X and said, quote, I asked Trey Young about his name coming up in trade rumors recently. His response was, obviously, my mind is staying in Atlanta right now. Obviously, that's my mindset. Jarvis, what does Trey Young's response to the rumors really say about his status with the team, if anything?
1: To be honest with you, I think he says he doesn't really know. <laughs> I mean, because to be honest, like, like you're talking about just going from like the the, the trade rumors w- with the Lakers being hot and heavy on, you know, mm-hmm. on him and talking about he's the number one target in the summer. And then, of course, all the trade rumors that we heard with DeJounte Murray and there's not really being a, a a good market or a good deal out there for the Hawks to pull the trigger on that part of it. So, you know, if you can't get some return that you need in order to, to be good now and build for the future, which Landry Fields is consistently talked about, mm-hmm. Hey, why not uh, listen to the Mark Stein report saying, Hey, one of these guys will be traded, yeah. you know? So it, for me, when you hearing all these things, I gotta, you gotta think that, Regardless of whether or not you feel Trae Young should be traded or not, take that out the window. You got to start thinking, okay, we've seen this movie before. Yes. You know, John Collins is a, a lesser player than than uh, Trae Young, mm-hmm. hands down. That's not even worth a conversation. So for him to start finally getting some of these same type of rumors that we heard consistent to, um, until J.C. walked out of that door, you got to start thinking like, okay, Yeah, I'm here right now. I can't think about that stuff. You know, that's how I would have responded too. So, yeah, Yeah. I think ultimately something needs to be done. I've said it, that something is going, a big trade is going to happen or a trade is going to happen. I'm not saying, I don't know if that's necessarily Trey Young, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. We talked about the consequences of that. So, yeah, I'm right now, I'm in a space where if you are answering these questions, they got to be, it's more than smoke, T. It's more than smoke.
0: Yeah, and I think it's one of those things, Deshaun, where obviously the question is going to continue to come up until something happens in the offseason. To me, it's a very general answer. It's a very safe answer, but I feel like there are some nuggets in there that might be telling. What do you think about his response to Jamila's question on his status with the team?
2: First of all, um, great job by Jamila, one of our girls that always does a fine job. And then I heard, you know, Jarvis mentioned something about the LA Lakers. I feel like if they're so after everybody all the time, if they've got a jersey in the back that can fit Tanisha Batiste, then they're probably going to try and go after Tanisha too. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, outside of that, uh, we, you know, when you say, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think there is, and I think one of the reasons of how you can kind of kill this narrative is you put a winning product out there on the basketball court. Because a major reason behind why we're even having this conversation is because For the most part, with the exception of one postseason, this has been a Hawks team that has not been very good, met the expectation, let alone exceed the expectation. So you can kill that whole narrative with adding a number to the left side of the result column, which is something that they have not done a fine job at really doing. Outside of that, I think he's keeping the options open. I think that's always going to be his answer. Um, I've, I've mentioned multiple times right on our postcast how I think that there was something to say about when the, you know, talk had been about, you know, being a coach killer and all these different things. Nate was on his way out the door. And a lot of people here in Atlanta was kind of really pushing that narrative a little bit about, you know, Trey Young not being... Um, you know, in a, in a, a good fit for the Atlanta Hawks anymore, or whatever else, what have you. Um, on top of that, his style and 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 the way that he plays the game is not really equating into victories for a lot of people. Empty calories is what they call it. Taking shots with 17 seconds still left on the shot clock. I think ultimately, because I don't, I, I think you'd be really hard pressed to find anybody who will say that they think Trey Young will remain in an Atlanta Hawk uniform for the remainder of his career. Yeah. None of us up here is. Probably probably going to say that that will be the case last thing i will say about it is that i think the only way that they can afford to keep somebody like a trey young around is a by winning games to kill the narrative and b if things don't work out with him you're either going to put this guy on the coaching staff in general or make him a head coach to keep trey young around and that guy's name fortunately or unfortunately is steve nash
0: Interesting. Interesting thought. And I will tell you for me, when I saw that response, I kind of thought of it this way. Like you said, the Lakers, they've been tied to so many players, you kind of lose count. But the connection points between LeBron James, Trey Young and Clutch Sports do kind of raise an eyebrow for me. LeBron was one of two players who came out in support of Trey When he didn't make the all star team the first two times, the first pass, of course, was the vote, the second pass, of course, was the reserve. He made it for the injury replacement. So, to me, that's very intriguing because that's still there's still some connection points there that could make sense. Also, in his response, he said, My mindset is staying in Atlanta right now. So, he kind of put himself in the middle to say, Hey, Here's where I am today, but I'm understanding it's a business. And I also understand that at the end of the day, it's all about what is going to work two, three months from now. He doesn't know what it's going to look like after these 27 games or if they do the play in or however the season ends for this Atlanta Hawks team. I think ultimately he he knows and sees the writing on the wall that to your point, Jarvis, this is now the Trey Young version of the John Collins saga. Maybe different reasons, but still, the Hawks also don't want to go through that again. If you're going to get something for Trey, you better do it now in all likelihood because what you don't want to happen is for the John Collins situation where, yeah, you got you ended up getting yourself a little $25 million exception, but you could have gotten so much more if you had pulled the trigger at the appropriate time. Yeah, I think Sean, I wanted you to wanted to add something to? I'm sorry, John.
1: No, go cool. ahead.
2: Yeah, the, the the last point I was gonna make is this: about time that we killed this narrative about oh well, this guy just bought a house in this market, and this guy has a home. Listen, let me tell you something. There's a lot of guys in the NBA who have homes here in Atlanta, and none of them have any intentions on playing for the Atlanta Hawks. So I don't. I just want to kill people's ideas about when guys go and purchase homes in a particular market that that could be some sort of indication on the low uh you know with eyes emojis that we could potentially see them in another uniform that doesn't mean a thing at all.
1: Yeah I, and JD, I think you
0: had something too.
1: No, I was just gonna say that like to Deshaun's point, like there's there's always gonna be little little nuggets here and there that you can kind of pick up on like mentioned with you know Trey saying hey for now. Like a lot of people are emphasizing that right but I, I think that he has to be that way. Because yeah. that's how the Hawks have been. That's how Landry Fields has been. I never forget when, not, like, as if it was a long time ago, after the trade, the trade, the post-trade deadline presser, he was he was specifically asked about building around certain players. And he said, "We value God, We value certain traits, and we're not going to necessarily build around one particular person." That was telling. Yeah. That was telling. That lets you know that hey, that's why we're hearing these executives talking about yeah. They probably could, they pro- they might trade Trey Young. Oh yeah, yeah they're going to be one or the other. Like the, both of these guys aren't going to be on this roster next year. Mm-hmm. That's why these executives, are, these things are coming out. This, thing, this stuff isn't coming out nowhere. Just like I said, yeah. where there's smoke, there's fire.
0: Indeed, because he could have been the one player, if you didn't mention any other players in that particular comment, he would have been yep. the one that if you mentioned him, everybody would have been okay with it. Everyone would have understood it. But the fact that you didn't mention him, was very troubling, and the fact that we keep seeing, we keep looking at and getting returns from various interviews and articles and insiders that are just, there's just, like you said, there's too much smoke here, and I feel like it's at least a conversation. Now, will it actually come to fruition? Well, that depends, because the Hawks have yet to, in the last season or two, find viable trade partners with any trade opportunity that they put out there with the exception of finally getting rid of John Collins. So that's the other piece. Will that front office actually be able to pull it off? They may desire to send trade to the Lakers or Spurs or whomever is the team that's the flavor of the day. But the question becomes, will you Landry Fields and company actually be able to put together a viable negotiate? package, get to the negotiation table with something that actually works for another partner or maybe two in case it has to be a three-way trade. When we come back, we're going to go into some comments that we heard earlier today about exactly what the head honcho thinks about this team, what that says about them and what we think about what that says when we come back in the end one. This episode of our Atlanta basketball party is brought to you by FanDuel and brought to you by LinkedIn. Now guys, you can get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bets. That's $150 if your bet wins. I don't know about you, but it's getting warm outside. So it's probably time to reset or refresh that wardrobe or it might be time for you to get your ride right. That's why you might need an extra $150, and you can get it by going to FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. The Hawks, of course, have a tilt with the Raptors on Friday. They they return in that game from the All-Star break. Maybe you want to bet on whether or not they're going to win that game. Maybe you're going to want to bet on whether or not Trey Young keeps in line with his 27 points and 11 assists, what he's been averaging so far this season. Again, you can bet on your favorite players or you can bet on actual teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. How do you do it? Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Shoot your shot because FanDuel is the official sports book partner of the NBA. And guys, we'd also like to tell you a little bit about LinkedIn jobs. Now let's think about this. The good thing is. Guys, on this show, we actually like our jobs. Pretty darn cool what we get to do on a day-to-day basis, but there may be some opportunity for you. Maybe you're looking into making a move or maybe you're a company that's looking for someone to make a move. If that's the case, then Locked on LinkedIn Talent Solutions is the way to go. Now, for small businesses, here's the thing. Hiring is very easy. In fact, 86% of small businesses think it's so easy that they use the the product and they get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. That's because it's not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And the process is easy, it's intuitive, and it's all about what two and a half small businesses are doing to get their hiring process off the ground. So post your job for free at linkedin.com. Slash locked on NBA. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, guys, let's talk a little bit about Quinn Snyder. He interviewed earlier today on the Hawks flagship station 92 9 game. And he was asked a little bit about this team and kind of going into what it'll look like in the final 27 of the season. He gave a very interesting answer, very interesting response. Let's play it right here. I want you guys to take a listen and then give your thoughts. We have to share the ball. We have to move the ball. When I say connect, we think about offense. We have to be a connected team defensively in order for us to be average. Let's be honest. We have not shown the ability to get stops. That starts with the guy guarding the ball.
1: Wow. I think one of the things that you have to think about, like that was just a real sobering comment, right? Because we know what we've seen. We've seen that. We've seen you guys talk about on the Hawks postcast after every game. Make sure you guys check it out, by the way. It's riveting stuff. I, I think that's the thing that you, you I take from it because most of the time you don't hear coaches be that forthcoming. When it comes to the team that they are coaching, you know, in real time, you know, going emphasis into on the,
0: in real time,
1: in real time, like so. Yeah. yeah, you don't most of the time that you hear stuff like that at, at the end of the season when you got a chance to take everything in. But obviously, he did some a lot of, of self scouting, you know. Uh, yeah. I think in his break, so for him to say something like that, it just kind of makes you. It makes me feel better. I don't know if that's a Atlanta sports fan in me. But it makes me feel better that, hey, he's willing to come out and say, yeah, I know you all have seen it. Like, we just haven't done it and on, uh, when it comes to consistently playing defense. And we're talking about effort here. Like, yeah, we've heard this movie. We've seen this movie before.
0: Exactly. And Deshaun, it's interesting that Jarvis says that because that's exactly what Quinn Snyder said when the question was posed to him. Like, did you kind of go out on an island and kind of lock yourself in the bunker so you could reset to get ready for this final stretch of the season. And he was like, no, he said, I don't have to do all that. I know exactly who we are and where we are and what we need to do. And in addition to that snippet, he stated, he said, yeah, a lot of people think that it's all about the offense. And he said, there's something to that, but ultimately speaking, it comes down to defense. It comes down to committing. And it comes down to every doing it every single possession. And he said, "Not that you're going to get it right every possession, but the the e word the Jarvis just used." He, Quinn Snyder said he wants that for on every possession. And I really felt like that spoke to what most of us think about the makeup of this team and even what it's going to take for them to be, as he said, "quote average."
2: I like how direct he was, and I think that that is just another example as to how satisfying people have been with even the hiring of quinn snyder because that's what you expected that's what you wanted you know that that's what you need and realistically especially in the sport of basketball but i feel like when it comes to anything in order to get to the pinnacle um that everyone ultimately wants to to reach Everything starts with defense. I mean, offense will always come later. There's that old saying all the time about offense sells tickets and defense wins championships and all those types of things. Because defense and getting stops, you know, when it starts coming to the meat and potatoes or the nuts and bolts of the season, where we're talking about the postseason and the lights are shining the brightest in order to be at your best, that is where it's going to have to start at. You know, the the game is going to slow down. Possessions are gonna start becoming more and more critical. There won't be as much transition offense, and it's gonna come down to just buckling down and getting stops. And I think that he knows that that's where it starts at. And um, you know, I, I I I commend him for how direct that he has been. Um, I, you know, he start talking about you know, obviously getting stops and things like that. I just I think it's great all across the board. I'm just yeah. I'm just ready to see it if i'm just yeah. being honest they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league forget about the offense that's great but some people just believe that in order to win a basketball game you have to put up more points than the other team well while that's true but how you put up more points the other team is not just outscoring them but you also have to prevent them from scoring more points than you not everything is going to come down to who has the ball in the last possession in the winding moments of a game so um i think that it's great uh for right now let's just call it what it is i think it's a little lip service um because i just still have to go out there and see it all of this is going to mean nothing if i don't see it but he's also not the guy that's out there on the floor um so i'm just looking forward to see how much better defensively that this team is going to be and while i'm looking out for quite a few things from this team when they come back from the break um some of those other things i'm not looking forward to as much there's few things and the majority large majority of those few things is going to be able to prevent guys from putting the ball in the hoop
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that, Jarvis, because when you do think of defense, you you have to commit to it more because your offense has when your offense is tapered off so much, especially from the perimeter, while other teams are getting increasingly better and more effective from the perimeter. So when you look at this final stretch of the season and any hope that the Hawks might have of getting even in the play in round at this point, or hosting a playing game or getting into the playoffs, you kind of have to break it down to players. And I ask you, when you look at it from the perspective of individuals and not just the collective, who's maybe one player where you're saying, hey, I really need to see a change or a shift in the approach, a shift in the mindset of that particular player, because I know if it happens, then that's the contribution the Hawks need down the stretch to get to the postseason.
2: Don't take my player, Jarvis. Did you read my forehead?
1: (laughs) Like, did my uh, my forehead turn into two circles? (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? Uh, Ayaka Okoku, you need to be a starter, sir. Like, that's where I'm at with it. Like, please. Because if we go back to 2021, I know we referenced it a lot, but I'm going to be real quick. Think about Clint Capella's play that year. And how the level of basketball IQ defensively, the, what he was doing for, for that defense as a whole. Because we know what it was. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. Yes, it was. And then, <laughs> it was bad. And we understand what it took for them to get as far as they did in the playoffs, in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then barring an injury from Trey, we probably could have went on doggone went to the Finals. And who knows? What would happen if they would have got it, got in, got in the dance, the final dance, right? So, I think his play has dropped off tr- tremendously. I, mm. I hate to put it like that, you know, and it's not just lip service. Like the, the guy isn't the player that he that he once was, and I think that Double O is trying to become that, and I think he needs to be given room to become that to, to let us see whether or not he can be that guy going into next year. And, and potentially take this team to where they want to be is to be respectable on defense like quinn was very like i said he was very honest that man said just to be average that just goes i think that speaks to this roster you know on uh, construction right that's landry field's fault <laughs> you know if you want to keep it funky <laughs> so i think you know overall i want to see double o be that guy be the starter and, and let's work him in we don't have to like you know come out and say hey. He's started going for the next 27 games, but like sprinkle that joint in. Like, Hey, Clint need, needs a rest tonight. And all o- going to get to, uh, get to start. We're going to roll like that.
0: Yeah. Who's your player Deshaun?
2: I'm glad you mentioned something about a guy that should be starting versus a guy that should be riding the pine. And Tanisha knows exactly where I'm going with this because that player is not anyone other than the guy who has only played, 67 games or less each and every single season that he's been in on this roster. And that is Deandre Hunter. I don't know what's going on behind why Sadiq Bay is not in the starting lineup from a permanent standpoint, but if you know, if Deandre Hunter hasn't gotten the memo and we're talking about general manager, Deshaun Tate, then there's not even a question any longer at this point. Um, we brought him in and moved up in the draft to, you know, at number four, to go and get this guy. Um, you know, and and the major reason behind why is because of that defensive in, uh, ability. Three and D came from Virginia where they don't even play nothing but defense. Um, all the wingspan, all the potential, all the length and the athleticism and all these other cute words that we can kind of throw around against the wall to see if it sticks. I'm going to start needing to see some of those things. I feel like sometimes they try to pity pat him on the back and try and do nice little you know, things to try and help bring him along slowly. Well, those days are over, and we're not asking for any of that anymore. I expect for you to stand in the gap and come bring it each and every single night and if not nothing else on the defensive end. And uh, I'm not sure that we've been seeing that, but I like him much better as a uh, guy off the bench on both sides of the ball. And I think that's why we've been seeing it since his return.
0: And Jarvis, we have a term on our Lockdown Hawks postcast, RRP. For me, it's the random role player. Usually that's the term Deshaun and I use for the guy on the other team, the opposing (laughs) side that smokes the heck out of the Hawks. But for me, any RRP who wants to come from that bench mob and do something in this 27 last games, I welcome it. I welcome it. Listen, we got one couple more things, you guys. So hang tight because there's some reaction that we have to a few stories that came out today. But you got to hang tight and wait for it on the other side when we go around the metro. This episode of our Locked on Hawks postcast. listen to me, that's what I do all day, every day, Locked on Hawks podcast, but it's actually the Atlanta basketball party, talking Hawks and talking eBay Motors. Passion, drive, patience, all of it. What brings home the winning trophy? That's what it brings home the winning trophy, and that's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak Performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more. So whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, it's all about burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions do apply, and eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. All right, guys, we're going to go a little rapid fire here. We got the news today that AJ Griffin was assigned to the Skyhawks. He, of course, this season averaged seven minutes in 18 games that he played, but of course, he's been down due to illness since January 30th. Some illness that swept through the entire team. Now, other than the first half of his rookie season back in 2022, we really haven't seen a lot of AJ or really what he could do. So, Deshaun, I asked the question, and like I said, we're going to go rapid fire with these last couple questions. Does this move indicate the Hawks are looking to revitalize AJ's game like they did when they sent Jalen Johnson down to college park or do you think this is a sign they're closer to moving on from him
2: um I don't know if it's really either one of those things to be honest with you it could be just a combination of both both of those things we just have finished having a conversation about guys who are a liability on defense he's another one of those guys behind why we don't get the kind of production um that we need out of him I don't think nobody questions he can score the heck out of the basketball, but on the defensive side, I think it's where he's a liability and they can't afford to put him on the floor.
0: Indeed. And what are your thoughts on him, Jarvis? Because this is one of those moves that all of us have been. It's a head scratcher. We never see him inserted into a game until it's trash minutes, usually in a losing effort. And now out of nowhere, we finally get the word that he's being sent down to college park.
1: I think he's finally ready to play basketball. I mean, because yeah. we've had some off, off, uh, off the record conversations. Yeah. With, you know, just talking about, about just concern. AJ Griffin, just concerned about the person, right? Just the yep. person. Forget basketball. So I, I think right now he's probably ready to play, start hooping. And yeah. and and to be honest with you, like good for him because yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's all. Of, I mean, I know people don't really care. Sometimes I I think I like to think that people do care a lot more about the person than. And that's just me because I'm an optimist. Right. You know, I look at that's how I kind of look at look at that's my outlook on life. But I think mm-hmm. for overall, this is good for him. Um, And I don't think it's about his status going forward with the team. I think it just has to yeah. do with, hey, he's ready to play. He's ready to start open again.
0: I I would agree. I think that the timing speaks volumes. Of course, the G League is on a break as well. They're going to go out on the road and then they're going to come back uh, next week, the end of next week, the beginning of the following week to play home games. So yeah, it is a perfect opportunity. We hope that it's the right opportunity for him where he can get a reset of the mental and the physical. And I can't tell you that there's a better coach than Ryan Schmidt coach of the college park skyhawks to, to get him there because he does see the game holistically. So we're glad to hear that there's some movement on AJ and hopefully it'll be for the better. Now guys, there's still talk. We're like five, four days removed from that darn all-star <laughs> game. And it is still trending. It's like when you sit, you know, when we all, we always talk out, uh, our show ahead of time. And so when you sent that, all I did was shake my head, Jarvis. I was like, J.D., this is still a thing, isn't it? But it is because we also got a couple of tweets out earlier that said the league and there were pictures and everything that said the league sent some of its luminaries like Julius Irving to the locker rooms to encourage Larry Larry Bird to say, hey, man, play them games. Like, really get into it. Be competitive. And you saw what happened. You, they didn't get the memo. They tapped right on out for what Larry Legend and Dr. J had to say. And it's like literally at this point, and, and let me just say this quick, quickly. I don't mm. care. I'm in my Mike Tomlin. I do not care. But yeah. a lot of other people do. They say, oh, God, they're stressed out, no defense, blah, blah, blah. So is there any hope for the NBA All-Star Game? Or does anybody really care because the NBA is going to play this regardless?
1: I think for me, for me, T, like... I think this, the way this all-star game is being played, yeah. I really kind of feel like it speaks to the disconnect that some of these players have. I'm not going to say all. Oh. I'm not going to paint that broad, yeah. a broad of a brush. Yeah. Because, like, for example, you know, uh, I got his name. I got his face in my in my head. and I can't think of Minnesota Timberwolves, power forward. Deems himself the best three-point shooting power forward
2: in the NBA. Oh, Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Thanks. Could you see yes. could you see my eyes rolling?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Carl but Anthony won a contest, man. Give him some credit.
1: Carl Anthony Towns was asked after the game about the defensive play. This I man had the unmitigated gall to say. And I quote. Yeah, it wasn't that people weren't playing defense. We're just blessed offensively in how we play the game. I was just like, oh, you talk about yourself because you dropped 50 points. Like, I was like, dude, you have no self-awareness whatsoever. None. 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 And that's the problem with a lot of these players. In, in, in this nba look i keep on adding to the number i said most some now right. i'm saying uh, most, almost.
0: a it's lot right. you know what i'm saying the so, you know so I'm yeah
1: saying. <laughs> it, it did like it, it then it kind of culminates itself when you have legends like dr j and larry bird coming in there saying and even andre iguodala like one of the a really good defensive player in in, in his heyday right you know and the catalyst for one of the, that first uh warriors team them come in there and he's just like, all right, whatever. Like, oh yeah, probably in the moment, yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then right. y'all go up there and score two hundred points. Like, what?
0: Yeah, right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, I'm good too. Yeah, like I don't know what you're gonna do, Adam Silver, but you you have work to do because there's actually the All Star Game itself is just one of the things that needs to be revamped to reset the ambiance and the 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 legend and the legacy and the excitement around that entire weekend. Another thing that kind of dropped today that says, hey, there's clearly no excitement on the national level about the local team, and that's the Atlanta Hawks. They got dropped from two nationally televised games this day. They literally got dropped from their game with the Knicks, which, hey, you would think that's a rivalry game, but with the Knicks trending as up as they are, and the Hawks kind of trending down. The league decided to drop that in favor of Celtics Cavs, understandably so. That's your one-two punch in the East. And then they also dropped... Uh, hawks grizzlies for obvious reasons no john morant and in favor of wolves Cavs. so speaking of cat and his team they just won up the hawks in that regard but i think deshaun uh, quickly that speaks volumes of what the league thinks about exactly what the play the hawks are at this point in the season as well
2: yeah i'm actually okay with it to be honest because the way that this team had been playing prior to the last handful or two uh of games Um, I'm not sure that I want to nationally broadcast the product that's currently being put out there on the court, if I'm just being honest. Um, so, I mean, I I know it may not necessarily be the thing to say, but I'm actually okay with it. You know, I think they got some, some more work to do, obviously, before we can even have conversations about putting them on the national level. And Hey, by the way, Jarvis Tanitra, um, very, very quickly, the, uh, the, uh, NBA summer league is becoming a much bigger deal than the all-star game just rightfully
0: so rightfully so listen we appreciate you guys pulling up definitely and as always check out not just our atlanta basketball party but we got a lot that you can check out you know how you can find out if you like and subscribe to our youtube channel so for the best hogs talking really for all the best sports talk in atlanta check us out and don't forget to check us out tomorrow on the atlanta sports party